Among some of the most incredible and historically verifiable Old Testament prophecies that show us evidence for God is the prophecy and life of King Cyrus of Persia. Around 700 BC, the Lord spake through the prophet Isaiah and predicted a king who would be used by God to revive Israel in her land and rebuild the temple, which at the time they were still in their land and the temple was still standing. It would be like a preacher standing up around the year 1980 and predicting the rebuilding of the World Trade Center while the original Twin Towers were sta still standing right there. You know, until September 11, 2001, no one I know of believed that those towers could be brought down, let alone that they ever would be brought down, but it happened. And that would have been the same situation with Isaiah. He prophesied about the rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem while it, the original uh, Solomon's temple remained standing in all of its glory. And to ice the cake, Isaiah even named the Gentile king who would cause the temple to be rebuilt. And he hadn't been born yet. Now, you have to put yourself in the sandals of these 8th century Jews hearing a respected prophet of God make such unbelievable, unrealistic predictions, saying, Thus saith the Lord when he did so. This had to seem simply outlandish, for lack of a better word. Isaiah predicted that Jerusalem would be occupied, or the word biblically here is inhabited, by enemy forces, and that the cities, including Jerusalem, uh, and all around Ju uh, Judah at that time, would have been raised with a Z, and then raised with an S back up and rebuilt. But Jerusalem was fully inhabited by Jews, and in good condition at the time Isaiah's words were recorded here, around 712 B.C. Isaiah 44, 26, and 27 says, That confirmeth the word of his servant, and performeth the counsel of his messengers, that saith to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be inhabited. That's like occupied, was the word in the news they use these days. And to the cities of Judah, ye shall be built, and I will raise up the decayed places thereof, that saith to the deep, Be dry, and I will dry up thy rivers. And that's when... Uh, Isaiah actually then, in the next verse, predicts the name of the king who would rebuild Jerusalem. Isaiah 44, 28, that saith of Cyrus, He is my shepherd and shall perform all my pleasure. Even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built, and to the temple, Thy foundation shall be laid. Isaiah 45, 1 goes on to say, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two-leaved gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Why does the Lord do this? Well, listen to the next three verses, as the Lord explains in his own words, Isaiah 45, 2 and 4, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass, and cut in sunder the bars of iron, and I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. He's talking to Cyrus here. But then he says, That thou may knowest that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, he predicted before he was even born what his name would be, am the God of Israel. For Jacob my servant's sake and Israel my elect, I have 
even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. In other words, this was evidence for God given to the Israelites and all who had ears to hear more than 500 years before Christ. And this evidence for God is just as significant to us today for those who will look at history and see that God has been foretelling the events of history before they happen, even when the foretold events have already come to pass by our time, that is no less important for us to read and understand and appreciate because God's fingerprints are on creation, His Spirit is convicting sinners, and those who seek Him will find Him showing Himself from the light of His Word all over our own lives and upon the records of human history. If you refuse to pursue this knowledge and receive this evidence, that's on you. But those of us who do so will find our faith growing and our appreciation and love for our Savior growing.